Ugh. Yeah, those things are sugary. Yeah, this, those are too sweet. Oh my god, there's like 15 grams of sugar in there. Man, now I realize how annoying that is. <laughs> to just be like, hey, what you're consuming, what you're putting in your mouth That's right now, dog shit. Welcome to Film House. Uh, this week's Nazi Punching episode is sponsored by Lisa. So thank you, Lisa. And I'll tell you a little bit more about them later on in the show. Uh, my name is Daniel. I've got Bruce, Adam, and special guest bud Blaine it's with Jack me Burton. today. Jack Burton. Oh, shit. Yeah. He's dressed as Jack I forgot Burton. you were dressed up. Yeah. It's so Halloween. So. Show that off. When this little, how is it pants? But when this there airs, Blaine, it's not going to be anywhere near Halloween. No, it's going to be like two weeks from now. No, but you always got to be in the Halloween spirit. It's right here, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's inside. I think that's the outfit McConaughey was wearing when he got AIDS in the beginning of Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> <laughs> how did you know? <laughs> that's my favorite movie. Um, so last night, our buddy Slash invited us to a screening of Overlord. <laughs> We're not friends with Slash. Someone is. Bruce. Um, <laughs> in case you don't know, Overlord starts on the eve of D-Day as some paratroopers are diving into a small village in France on a special mission to blow up a radio tower. Uh, things get a little bit weird once they get in there and find out what the Nazis are really up to. Um, personally, I'm a sucker for historical fiction, so I really enjoyed the movie. I had a lot of fun. Uh, is a tad long and lulled kind of at the beginning before they got to the fun horror stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, but especially once the final assault on the tower took place, uh, I thought it was a blast. Um, what do you guys think? Hmm. A blast? A blast. Yeah, I get, it's a I, pun. I guess it's a... It was blasting. Blast light. Uh, blasting. It, overall, the movie feels like a cheap movie that is doing a really good job of looking like an expensive movie. <laughs> That's exactly right. I, c- yeah. I couldn't find yeah. the production budget on this. Oh, no, it, it hasn't been released curious. as of yet. Um, we could probably add it, but as far as <laughs> when we recorded this, we don't know. My guess was like 10 yeah. to 20 probably. I'm really? guessing that. This whole sequence, by the way, was fucking Yeah, it's, awesome. it's. I'm saying the special effects are pretty damn good. Just based, they did a lot of things in the movie that movies of this caliber will do to save money which is use like one location mm-hmm. and that, that was the big problem with the film I think yep. yeah. they, they were in that house for half an hour yep. yeah. they, they introduce a scope which is World War II Normandy Operation Overlord which is you know them going in bef- you know setting up for the, the big beach invasion that you see in Saving Private Ryan those sorts of things uh, it builds up to that but then they end up just staying in a village and in a house and then a science lab so they had they, they spent a lot of money on the opening. Yeah. And then they basically had three sets and then a couple outdoor shots that they did, which is smart. I think the average movie goer won't notice, but those things stuck out really hard for me. Uh, but like I said, I think they did a really good job of hiding the fact that it was a cheap movie. Mm-hmm. And in that opening, you said that sounded that seemed very expensive uh, when they're, I guess, flying in to to drop down into France, mm-hmm. and uh, the Nazis light up their plane, and they're just bullets flying through the floor of the plane. I thought that was really intense. That, that was, was that was a crazy good scene. No, it was, yeah. it was it was really terrifying. The beginning and the end had a really they both had really cool like uh, one take shots basically, where supposedly the whole thing was supposed to be happening uh, as one shot, which I thought was really cool. Uh, but they were about eighty minutes in the middle there. <laughs> That really bored the hell out of me. So um, I thought it, Adam, like Adam said, is like they tra- they were trying to hide the fact that they didn't spend much money. Uh, they did not fool me. Uh, <laughs> I was unfortunately the entire time being like, when the fuck are they going to leave the room? 
are they gonna go shoot at things or is this a world war is it a war, war movie or a Nazi movie or zombie movie? Which what is it? The actual invasion I thought was like on the same scale as uh Band of Brothers. Like I was like, this is comparable in quality, like this is looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I think Adam, you and I were talking about if we can men in black ourselves and forget that we had seen a commercial with zombies in this thing. Uh, yeah. My theory is that originally someone who was writing this or directing this was like, I want to make a movie that convinces audiences that they're going to see a World War II movie, and then boom, halfway through, there's fucking zombies. Which you yeah. cannot do no. in this climate because you have to get people in the theater. Yeah. Right. And so they have to show the zombies in the trailer. So and it's, all, it's it, a I lose-lose situation. It, it, it's, it seems naive while making a film to make one, assuming they're not going to spoil your movie with the trailers. Absolutely, yeah. But I, I guess that was, you know, it was an hour and 50-minute movie. It probably could have been a great hour and a half long movie. 90 yeah. minutes would have been great. Um, and that lose some of the war stuff. Like it was a war movie for about 45 minutes, I think it was 50 like minutes. Split, yeah, right in the middle, mm-hmm. like World War II to zombie horror. I think this. It, I think uh, Cabin in the Woods is the best example of something that like that was a a movie that totally flipped on you halfway through. Mm-hmm. That if they had done this, it would have been cool. Like people have been like, "Go see this movie." I'm not going to tell you anything about it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the shock yeah. value is not really there because it's not. They, I, I feel like it's hard to surprise anyone with anything anymore. Like mm. you watch an episode of Black Mirror and you're like, "He's dead," you know, or like, "Well, you're <laughs> guessing you, it." Yeah, you're already. You're everyone's trying. already sort of in guess mode, so. I, I guess for them that for a filmmaker it's just just make a good movie Plain, which seems to be what they're doing that's a great analogy that Cabin in the Woods analogy because Cabin in the Woods I loved mm-hmm. um, because I really loved the characters uh, I was actually really attached to all the characters right away because the movie was written really well um, it was uh, I think it was produced by Joss Whedon mm-hmm. or directed by Drew Goddard yeah correct. yes and um, Drew Goddard's a really really good director and I don't I don't know who wrote the film they the, did did they did they both write yeah. the film? There you go. That's the, why. the story was they locked themselves into like a hotel room for a week and ah. were like we're gonna come out with the script, whatever it is. Heath Ledger was next door doing yeah. his Joker preparation. <laughs> <laughs> I guess to get this out of the way too, I was interested in this movie because I, like a dummy, right. thought it was a Cloverfield film. <laughs> That's it, a good guess though, because JJ Abrams is involved. Well, yeah. they, also there was a story that had come out. I, I just sort of rummaging around the internet that apparently. This is right before Cloverfield 3 was announced. Um, or sorry, they had announced Cloverfield 3 a while ago, but they were just quiet on any sort of release date, trailer, anything. So people were always like, it's supposed to come out by the end of the year. I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. They had announced a World War II Cloverfield movie before Cloverfield 3 came out. You know, rewind or fast forward, I guess, to the Super Bowl. They do the commercial. The movie's out on Netflix. It's garbage. And they just slap <laughs> a couple Cloverfield logos on there and then a monster here and there. And they're pickups. like, yeah. yeah. They're like, ta-da, it's a Cloverfield movie. That's, ten ten Cloverfield. I, I think they could have done that <laughs> they in this movie, honestly. And it might have added to it just a little bit. Yeah. It might, it might have, have excused I, some I guess, of the problems. I uh, guess to save you a buck or two, if you are interested <laughs> in this being a Cloverfield movie, it is not. I have Sorry. a theory that Cloverfield movies, the definition has changed. I think originally it was supposed to be like, this is Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. These are the part of the Cloverfield yeah. universe. It's just like a weird anthology of this like strange alternate realities. Sure. But then now like they've changed it to where it's like, no, Cloverfield means big monsters, big big aliens. Because hmm. all three of the Cloverfield movies have had big, some big alien mon- invasion. Big, yeah, aliens, big yeah mon- the big monster. To, to go back to my Kevin in the Woods thing because I didn't get to finish, only because I want to say the characters here I didn't care about. Um, yeah. they, they were pretty, they pretty were, plain. They were tropes. They were tropes in yeah. the very beginning and that was what bothered me. Um, and I think I was talking about Fury with you guys mm-hmm. after the movie. Yeah, on the way back. Fuck that movie. And Fury was the same way. Fury was like, 
they got five dudes that were all part of a tank crew, and one of them was the angry one, and one of them was the happy one, and one of them was the young one, and it was the same here. Um, yeah, we got the wisecrack in New Yorker. Yeah. Choose gum. Without yeah, without spoiling the film, there is one part at the very beginning that immediately made me tune out, which was a guy was walking through a minefield, being like. Boy, I can't wait to write a book about this war. And then yeah. he explodes. And I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, I got it. Now I know where I it's am. It's about as cliche as you can get. Yes. Uh, yeah. But then, of course, after that, it takes, what, 45 minutes until we're even. It does, yeah. And it, it sort of does the thing where the character's being stupid. And you're like, okay, they're zombies. Just move on with your life. Like, like <laughs> what am I seeing? And it's like, you're seeing a bunch of crazy shit. You're also in war, so. Shoot them. Yeah. Like, it's. You don't have to act surprised at everything you see, like, a Nazi? Wow. Like, it's okay. Without getting into any spoilers, though, they did have some really creepy, genuinely creepy stuff that I was like, oh, that's fucked up. Like, oh, like the horror elements when they're walking around in the lab? Yeah, when he's first kind of that's, discovering things. Yeah, there's oh, some, sure. there's there's some, some really, eerie stuff. There's some, like, I wouldn't say it's as good as, like, something like The Thing. It reminded me of The Thing. Kurt Russell? That's... <laughs> He's not, he mm. plays different characters in different movies. No, it's all the same. You Kurt Russell. <laughs> uh, but Check. like, th- there's there's some really good use of special effects. I thought. Yeah, um, a lot of good. The practical. gore was great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought like whoever did the the prosthesis mm-hmm. got it. Did a pretty bang up job. There's some, I think I want to say minimal CGI, and the CGI stuff they did was mostly like the opening of the planes coming in, which is that's probably the most expensive stuff. They did, as opposed, you know, also whatever actors' budget and stuff like that. But you're talking about the skydive. Yeah, yeah. like that—that's all stuff they shot on a green screen yeah. and like on a set. So like, that's a lot of Blaine knows. It's like that's expensive stuff to clean up and make sure. look real. Which they—they they did a really good job, I thought. I thought it, with it, that, it left. Uh, it was a really neat perspective on like an air battle. Just a guy mm-hmm. kind of falling through it with things exploding above him and below him, and yeah. bullets going everywhere. That was cool. Tracers. They did the first man thing where it's like we're not going to focus on the wide shot. We're going to mm-hmm. like. Put you in this guy's seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. that was really cool. I, I thought that that shot was really great. It, yeah. it put me into it, but that was after I got all the tropes. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I was like, well, okay. Well, they got those tropes in real early, and then yeah, there's the Kurt Russell son sitting in the back. My son? Your son? <laughs> You're not him. <laughs> he, you know, He's he was not very good. I, he was a whatever. He he was trying to do that like brooding, steely eyed thing mm-hmm. that he his dad look. does. He, he just no. he's not that cool. No, he's uh he's not his father. No. I'll say that Kurt Russell just has something or had something. Still has something. I still see it in some movies with like Hateful Eight. He can play yeah. he can play yeah. stoic, real fucking good. Yeah, plays a good kind of cowboy. Son of Kurt Russell, if you haven't seen, was it season two or three of Black Mirror? Black Mirror, yeah. yeah the video game episode. They do like the Kojima type episode where the guy's like, he's not sure if he's in a video game or not. Pretty great episode. Mm. Check him out. He's good in that because he's sort of like a lovable doof. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Now he's a lovable doof trying to be like a hard yes. ass. Well, he, yeah, he's, he's not a lovable doof in the movie. No, no. no like, he's, he's trying to be just, hard as hell. Yeah, yeah. And he transferred in. He's, 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 he's got a reputation. He's the bombs expert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. He's, not, he's, he's fine for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, every, here's the thing. Everyone was fine. Yeah, I thought the lead and then the uh, the girl and the the kid. The kid was the kid great. Was surprisingly kid good for kid like was a five year old. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, speaking of thing, they did kind of have some like the soundtrack kind of sounded like some. The thing. Oh really? Like, yeah, they're like dun dun. dun. It wasn't the rap song in the credits? Dun, oh, God. Dun. Oh, no. Why is, that, why is that becoming a thing to just cut to a rap song that as soon as the credits That came start. out of nowhere. That, a spoiler. Did, at, the, at the end of the movie. Tarantino did that. Really? I don't know. That was so weird. Well, right now we're watching footage of J.J. J. J. Abrams and meeting the, the cast. The day he went to set. <laughs> the one day. Yeah. He was Does there. he just take over as director when he shows up? No. Does he just push the other God, guy no. out of the way. No, he's like, I gotta go make Star Wars. I have to go make something important. 
Uh, like make us money do this low budget movie sell to Paramount take pocket the cash and we'll move on I will say this isn't the first like Nazi zombie movie because there's like two on Netflix right now but this is the Wolfenstein movie this is the closest you'll ever get to a Wolfenstein movie I'm totally fine with it I'm yeah. fine with it that's about f- if this was a video game adaptation I would say that's definitely in the top five don't don't ever don't go to this movie think it's a Wolfenstein movie but because oh, no. Wolfenstein is action from back to front and this is an hour of nothing <laughs> so, oh. Yes, it is. Once, think, once he lands on the ground, what happens? Uh-oh. They walk they around. Walk they around. walk around the forest. But as soon as you're about to fall asleep, a mine goes off, <laughs> and you wake up <laughs> for five minutes. And right? then they go to a village, and then you get really, you start to fall asleep, and then, <laughs> and then there's like a there's like a fight scene, and then you're falling asleep again. They punch each other in the attic a yeah, little bit. There's some attic hiding, and yeah. it's really unclear how noise travels in this movie. But we'll talk more about that after the ad read <laughs> uh, when we go into spoiler territory. But. The, their yeah. logic wasn't a problem for this movie. It, it kind of just tossed it out the window. It, Whatever rules it wanted to have, it didn't it tried, care the yeah. next scene. Yeah. yeah. It's I, it's a fun movie, fun-ish. It was really fun. I didn't hate it. It's it's odd that it, we're in the one time where Bruce hates a movie. And I I, oh, no, no. I didn't hate it. Oh, he hates this is it. This is a perfect airplane film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a great idea for it. Because yeah. the, the first half, you can fall asleep mm-hmm. uh, like while you would on a plane, and then you wake up, and then you're, hey, in the middle of a cod zombies. <laughs> so, if, if I may, and Bruce, this is going to set you off, I think. Sure. If I had to make another comparison, aside from Cabin in the Woods, yeah. this felt like a little bit like District 9 to me, where it's very, I know, I know. <laughs> it's, it's very clearly a movie that's made absurd. by someone from our generation who yeah. plays video games yes, and you're yes, like yes. I can get behind this uh, yeah I think you're absolutely right except that I cared so much about uh, Vickis fucking prunes Vickis Vandermeer in, in District 9 yeah. and I got what was it Ford was the name of the Kurt Russell son maybe and I think who was what was the Boy- name Boyce 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 was the name of the uh, main character. That's not bad that you remember two of the characters' names. I made an effort because I wanted to. I was like, I think I got to remember these characters' names, but I do not remember the name of the bad guy. <laughs> and so. then, uh, bad guy Nazi man. Uh, I wrote it down. As played by uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, how do you say that guy's name? Pilu Asbeck. Pilu. Yeah, yeah, he was the. He was Doctor Waffner. He wasn't bad, by the way. No, Wayne keeps good. trying to remind us that he played Bato in the Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> I love Ghost in the Shell. Film, I love Ghost in the Shell too. Which we know you all saw. <laughs> Beautiful movie. <laughs> I saw extremely it. Extremely flawed. That was the one movie where a guy was on his phone the whole movie, and I wasn't mad. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's cool, dude. <laughs> I wasn't. Mad. I'm like, I'm like, I'm bored too. Also, how long oh. was this night? This night was ninety minutes. Just about. It was really? a pretty tight movie. It was very, very tight. Yeah. Um, and this movie was not. This yeah. was a much longer but, film. So yeah, we've seen sure. some other action movies recently. We've seen Venom, Predator. Yeah. Yeah. Predator sucks. Don't this is way Predator. better than both of those movies. It's better than both. It is better than both. Midway with, through, with way less of a budget. Yeah. Midway through, I was like, God damn it. Why couldn't they have made Predator at least this good? Because it was like, I was having fun. And, you know, like, it wasn't that great of a movie, but I was still like, hey, I, I'm enjoying this. But Predator, I was like falling asleep. I would be less mad if this was a Cloverfield Netflix movie. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, if this I, had I, been the I guess, one. I guess I'm not mad. Uh, I guess a little bit of uh, yeah, preface right. here. We saw the movie for free because Dan has been getting us on these lists. Slash. Because Slash invited us. Invited and us, That Adam. was what he was hinting at in the beginning. We... We uh, we go to the, we're not we don't get press screenings don't get don't we're not doing yeah, we're that we're not fancy we're uh, we have to go in with like it's all the tourists the, the they find at Universal City anytime those people are like would you like to go to a free screening Dan's been on top of this shit <laughs> and beforehand John was doing this but like we're still not getting any like no. extra, any weird access up but it was this weird moment where Bruce got there first and he's waiting in line. And what, what the that guy old, behind? That old burnout. Yeah, in, what did the guy in, say? Yeah. Immediately the guy asked me, 
he went, hey, you know Slash is going to be here? And I went, who? <laughs> and he went, Slash. And I went, Slash is going to be here? I said, no, he's not. And he went, I said, Slash is, I, said, I literally said, Slash is at home asleep. <laughs> and, and he was, he was he went, no way, man. He said, no way, man. Slash, this is a Slash thing. Slash has invited us to do a meet and greet. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and then I immediately ignored him. Boy, were you wrong. But well, it was a, it's a strange <laughs> thing as we got there. And it, what was it called? Slash Fiction? Slash, slash Fiction. fiction. Yeah. So I guess Slash, slash uh, for, those, for those who don't know, is a uh, the lead guitarist in Motley Crue. They know him. Oh, no, Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. I'm sorry. Not, sorry, I got that mixed up. I don't give a fuck and about then, hair then, bands was this it? year. He was also in Velvet Revolver or some, some other. Sure, he, he, sure he, yes. Whatever. Why not? He has nothing to do with movies. No. no. That's the thing. But when we got in the theater, there's a big logo for Overlord. To, you know, join the conversation. There's no conversation. <laughs> and then underneath it says, like, presented by Slash Fiction. We're like, did Slash produce this movie? Like, we're all trying to figure out. I think Slash is just an influencer now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he is. He throws yeah. screenings like this one. Because the woman up there had no idea who he was. <laughs> and she said, I, I'm i always excited to have these movies, and that's why I always bring... This guy. And it was Slash. And it was Slash. And <laughs> it was Slash. She never called him by the name no, Slash. No, she never no, said no, Slash. It was and, this guy. But as he was walk, as Slash was waking up and like walking down the <laughs> stairs, like a handful of people started clapping for him. Like oh, he man. did something. He didn't do anything. There were about 30 people there that were huge Slash fans. Yes. They, they had all the gear on. Yes. Slash they they walked, were metalheads. Slash walked by us and then there was one guy that was like, hey, Slash, thanks for the invite. <laughs> He didn't buy Slash you. was like, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> That dude was wearing a black leather trench coat, by the way. Oh, oh wow. A few of them were. Um, and it was nice because not enough people showed up in the VIP section. So we kind of got our own row. <laughs> we did. Like right in the middle. Yeah. Uh, nice upgrade. They, they, at one point, it, they, it's, they do these screenings. They'll, they'll usually try to give you like a nice little gift. So they give everyone like a little poster. But yeah, it's really nice. By some point, this guy goes to the front of the stage. <laughs> this was amazing. Doesn't doesn't look like he works for the theater or the for Paramount or anything like that. He was security. He was slash He's security. He's like slash security, yeah. But he, he looks like a dude you see at like a barbecue on the weekend that you don't want to fuck with. Yeah, it was like 350 pounds. Yeah, like just like an angry dude who owns a truck and like some long shorts and or yeah, long shorts and long uh, socks. But he goes, can everyone hold up your posters? And we're like, uh, sure. So we're all holding up our posters. And then he's counting. He goes, Somebody stole these really nice posters that look like Mondo posters. Like someone stole these posters from the front row, so the meet and greet is canceled. <laughs> we're all like, like, well, meet and greet. Like, meet and greet? <laughs> okay, yeah, we're like, you got it. I was like, I was like, thank God. But there were people there very upset that there was no meet and greet with Slashy. There were a few people that were really. They, they, I think they went front because row. they thought they were going to get to meet and meet and greet Slash. To be yeah. clear, a man who has nothing to do with this <laughs> film. No, I know, but he's famous. But Slash, sure, yes. <laughs> Slash Fiction Films website doesn't even work. You get a 404 <laughs> error when I load it. Either way, that was uh, just a little uh, little anecdote, little story I wanted to tell you guys because we had a hell of a time last night. <laughs> meet, and meet and greets canceled, everybody. <laughs> it was like, a lot of fun. I, this is, this is, I can tell you what happened. This is exactly what happened. Slash, like, where am I? I was like, Slash at the movie theater. He goes, and he's like, I, I want to go home. I'm tired. <laughs> and so his friend goes, you're tired? He's like, yeah, yeah, Slash is tired. And he goes, all right, I'll, I'll take care of this. So he went to the front and he came up with some bullshit story. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because after the movie, when we're walking back to my car, I'm pretty sure we saw that guy and like a group of his friends with the really nice posters. It's a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, I think they were just going to like, they were going to pocket them and sell them on eBay. 
Uh, could have been the same guy. Could have been someone different. I don't know. I mean, we didn't care. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for having us out, Slash, for friction, for whatever. Yeah, uh, we know you're watching right now, Slash, so thank you. I, I asked Bruce, I can we, can we stay screen. past the credits to make sure this is a Cloverfield film or not? And Bruce's like, no. I want I want to get the fuck out of <laughs> We there. waited. Blaine and I waited through it. You had us convinced, Adam. I, it's I, a good theory. I wanted it to be. It's a good theory. Just so it felt connected in some way to something. It, it was at one point, I'm sure. Like, sure. And they changed all what whatever. I think that's how they make movies these days. So they go, this can or cannot be a Cloverfield movie. Every movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, was it that movie Glass? Didn't have to be connected. It was oh, a trailer song. Uh, yeah. What is it? It didn't have to be connected to the, what is it called? Unbreakable. Yeah. But, of course it was. But it's like, they could have made a few changes there and it would not have been yeah. related to... The movies would have been disconnected, and they, we wouldn't be getting a you know a third film. Sorry, I meant split. Split. Sorry, split. not glass. Yeah, split. Yeah, I was happy. I know that. that little universe excites me for some me reason. Me too. I can't wait. No, I, don't know why. I, I like. I liked Unbreakable a lot. I, I like imagining on set James McAvoy like acting his ass off and doing like twenty different characters at once, and then Bruce Willis and Sam Jackson being like fucking try hard. Like, get, <laughs> just write me the fucking check. I want to get out of here. <laughs> they are old and tired. <laughs> Samuel's still. He's still killing. Yeah, he's still going. He's, he's, he's great. Um, tell me something, Adam. Do you yeah. ever find yourself distracted, forgetting things, or making mistakes at work? Constantly. <laughs> well, a quality night's sleep makes all the difference. The right mattress is the difference between resting and just laying down. The Lisa mattress is the product of more than 30 years of experience in mattress engineering and hundreds of hours of testing. The Lisa mattress has over 12,000 five-star reviews and is loved by more than 300,000 happy sleepers. The much-loved Lisa mattress is now even better. The new top layer of foam is improved to sleep cooler with perfect hug and bounce. Improved pressure relief for all sleepers, but particularly improved for side sleepers. It's got enhanced cooling from a new top layer. Stay asleep throughout the night and never wake up hot. All new responsiveness, never before seen in the industry, adapts to pressure points for every type of sleeper. The new mattress eliminates the dead arm sensation for side sleepers from shoulder pressure throughout the night. A common complaint for other foam mattresses. It contours to every curve of your body so that it feels like you're floating on air. Order your Lisa mattress online at lisa.com slash filmhouse with promo code filmhouse and try it risk-free for 100 nights. It ships direct to your door in a convenient box with free shipping and returns. Get up to $160 off the Lisa mattress or $235 off the luxury Sapira mattress and free shipping on the Lisa mattress at lisa.com slash filmhouse. Enter promo code filmhouse at checkout. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash filmhouse promo code filmhouse. Dan, did you say slash filmhouse? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Is Motley That's Crue amazing. here? <laughs> um, so thank you, Lisa, for sponsoring this. And yeah, I, I guess uh, rip free with spoilers, even though I think we've already done some. Um, we did fairly. Yeah, we tried to, we tried to stay agnostic. Yeah, we tried to stay agnostic. Yeah. But yeah, if there's anything, especially at the end, you'd like to talk about, I especially love that dude's makeup after they shot his jaw off. It was cool. Um, yeah. I thought it was great looking. It looked and good. He looked good. For a lot of screen time, something like that can really wear on you or start to look fake. But the whole time, I, I thought that guy was great once yeah. he went full super Nazi. I didn't even know that that was Bato from... Yeah. Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> Most people or didn't. you're on Greyjoy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Why was the movie called, called Overlord? Because Operation Overlord. But yeah. do they ever say it in the movie or talk about it? But or other they than, are a part of Operation Overlord, right? But they, was there anything else that indicated that? I thought oh, historically yeah. okay. that was just known. But it, no, it, it, is, is. it is. It is. I know it that. Absolutely okay. is. But I don't know that everybody knows that. Dan no. asked you last time. He's like, "Did you want them to say the title of the movie in the <laughs> I, movie?" I wanted them to be did. like, "Oh, this yes, this is some Operation Overlord." Yeah. <laughs> Cut ourselves. No, I wanted, I wanted them to say something to the Overlord. effect of like the shit that they were doing in the church 
was part of Overlord. Uh-huh. They, well, they did. Or there was an to, Overlord or whatever. They something, had to blow anything. the tower so that everyone landing the next day wouldn't get... Right, they would have air support. So it was ta- very tangentially related to the movie. Thank <laughs> yes. you. Okay, got it. Understood. So the next war movie, Dunkirk should have been called World War II. <laughs> well, it's not a bad name for a movie. <laughs> um, I think one of my biggest issues uh, was that the serum didn't have any sort of internal logic in, in the movie. The rules know. of it. Yeah, the, the rules of the movie were constantly changing. Yeah. How does sound work? How does oh, yeah. uh, beating a person half to death work? Because <laughs> yeah. they're supposed to be super quiet in that attic. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing, but yeah, they're torturing a guy to death and shooting guns, and yeah. that never alerted anybody in let the town. It, let yeah. us know for uh, anyone who watched the movie if you had a problem with that too, where they had multiple gunshots go off in an attic, and then they were, we got to get out of here, and they continue to stay in the attic for another ten minutes because they don't have another. The set's not ready, so they have to like <laughs> they have to kill time in this one area. For as long as they can. And well, in, in earlier in the film, that old French woman blew a whistle, and the Nazis were there in like, like 30 seconds. Yeah, right. you're right. The From Nazi a whistle. whistle. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Maybe they record podcasts in the attic and they have it soundproof. <laughs> because, like, seriously, there was fucking Nazis everywhere on the streets. They were. They were when everywhere. They were, like, yeah. punching the shit out of Bato and <laughs> tap dancing around. Um, there, there are some lingering things. They, they uh, introduce an, a sick ant. Very oh, yeah. early in the movie, and she's they show her briefly. She's sort of zombie esque, but then that's just sort of where they leave it. That was a, a failed opportunity, in my opinion. I thought the movie could have capitalized on the fact that because uh, just spoiler again, when, when the serum gets into somebody, typically it makes them super strong. Mm-hmm. So and if, if they're the, dead, if, it brings them back to life. Right. So if the ant had been super strong, could have killed some Nazis. That would have been fun. Yeah. But also, whenever just, he, oh, go ahead. I was like, she just looked like the elephant man and was dying. Like That's it, it. it made no sense. Yeah, it had made really sense. bad acne. But like whenever he starts Bato starts loading up with uh, Nazi serums. Oh yeah. The doctor's like, "No, we have not tested it on live people yet." But like works like a charm. They have been <laughs> right, and then they also have been testing it on live people or if they haven't like why not? Cuz they've been taking villagers and like what are they doing to those villagers? I, I think the idea was cuz they showed a little bit of it. Serum hits one guy who got shot, uh-huh. one of the US soldiers. Uh he wakes up, but then he starts going kind of crazy because he's like mutating. Right. So it works a little bit, but then like for like half a second, it's sort of like the the curse, right, of the zombie. It's like you have to live forever, but you're gonna your brain will deteriorate. Like he says things like, "My brain's on fire. I'm feeling crazy," but Bato like puts <laughs> two serum things in his leg. No problem. No problem. After having his jaw blown off, and he's he's ready to like take a vacation and go hang out. Like he's very. <laughs> Well, he's very, like, uh, he's conscious. Like, everything is fine. Yeah. Nothing, there is no problem. He's very aware of everything. He's well-spoken, considering he's missing half his face. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he also stands around for about 20 minutes and lets them infiltrate the facility he's before he's diatribing. He does oh, yeah. It is the villain monologue where oh, he has the upper hand, like, three or four times. And he's like, I will take this moment to open up these other... Zombies who will now be joining me. Ooh. <laughs> this this yeah. was awesome. That when was they had really the head cool. with the spine. Yeah, that fucked me up, dude. Yeah. That was Although, really really cool. That didn't work though because her she wasn't connected to lungs. She was just a spine. Just a spine. <laughs> yeah. So she it's wouldn't been able to speak. But you know it's fine. Oh, they, good point. It works for horror. I don't, I they, I don't even think about that. They yeah, did a, really they, scary. They, they did a couple cool things that. I guess, would you call this a zombie movie? No, because no. I guess people are saying that. I don't think they're zombies at all. To simplify it, yes, it's a zombie well, movie, but they they're are, not really zombies. They are reanimated dead in some cases. So, like, it, it, like in some situations. Which, like mutants. Which I thought was stupid, by the way. Uh, so I, that, that was my problem is that, because I, 
I know it's movie logic that the serum gets to do what you want the movie to do. Mm-hmm. Um, what the plot needs. And, and that was that was sort of my problem with it is that they didn't need lines explaining what the serum was or did hmm. if they were just going to change it every time. So, like, uh, I saw you had it written there, the lore about the, about the oh, serum. Yeah. Where, like, they're like, the French people found something underneath the oh, church, but we don't two, know what it was. There were it two worked. lines. And yeah. it was very mysterious. Like, they didn't explain it at all. Not it's, at all. It's well, a line to explain something that actually just made it more confusing. Way more complicated. So there's, like, something underground. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Yes. They re- in that, like, the Nazis found pit? a way to refine it. Oh, yeah. They, there's like some it's, magic. It's, it's, it's the Ghostbusters 2 ooze. Yeah. <laughs> is what they found. Or, or twos. Uh, it could have used to stay puff. I, I don't know. that. So that was my problem with it is that like, so of course at the end, the Nazi captain and and Wyatt Russell. Bato. Bot, or Bato and Wyatt Russell both inject themselves with the, with the serum and now they're superhuman. Yeah, super That's fight. really Which all Which is it funny is. because now it just brings them back to zero. Yeah, <laughs> Except yeah. like the uh, Russell, he seemed to keep getting his ass kicked even after using the super. He did. Serum. Yeah, you're right like, about that. I don't know. He was probably a little bit more fucked up than Bato. Plus, he only had one serum and not two serums. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's sort of the it's the Black Panther uh, issue, I guess, where it's like remember Black Panther had superpowers and then Killmonger had superpowers and like. We must get rid of our superpowers. Fight! It's like, but if you both have superpowers, it's fine. Just just fight with the superpowers. It's make like, them fight way more kick ass. Yeah, too. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. if if Blaine and I are fist fighting, it's even. If Blaine has a sword and I have a sword, it's, it's even. even. Right. Like, it's, <laughs> no. If you both have serum, it's an even fight. So yeah. I get it because he was about to die, and it was like kind of a cool moment, but nothing really cool happened because Wyatt Russell. Uh, what was, he stabbed himself. Yeah, he had a hook at him, and he pulled himself off the yeah. hook. I, well, I think that was also the point where I <laughs> thought he wasn't a good actor because, like, he's getting stabbed with his hook, and he was just like, ah, like he, he didn't. <laughs> he's hanging by his rib cage. He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't in pain or horror. I yeah, don't know. Well, and that's bullshit too because, like, there was I saw a scene where like 007 is like picking a bullet, oh, yeah. uh, not in this movie. Uh, he's picking a bullet out of his arm. It's like that guy would have passed out from pain. That would mm-hmm. fucking hurt. Yeah. This guy was literally hanging by his rib cage by yeah. a four inch hook. Pulled yeah. himself. Off of he would have <laughs> bled out immediately, yes. or yes. he would have passed out from like fucking Shock. fingering himself with a hook. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm not That's... saying the movie has to be realistic. No, I know, I know. And it, it for all its it, it overall, it's like a flawed movie. It's like it's like a six or seven yeah. out of ten kind of like six, average oh. movie going experience. I get it. I, I liked it that it wasn't a a remake, an adaptation, a sequel. I'm, yeah. I'm happy for that. It's at least something it's original. It's an original idea. Well, not wholly no. original. Not God original. Zombies. God Zombies. No, no. Alert, just, alert. i got to call out the sloth zombie that Ruth. showed up. Oh, yeah, it looked exactly sloth like sloth from Goonies. Baby With Ruth. one arm. <laughs> but, like, I, I appreciated sloth zombie because there's a cool part where they put, what, five bullets in his head? And he gets back up, and I was like, cool, okay. So it's not just general zombie rules. It was like good fucking, like, you could see the light, like, lighting up yeah. his mouth and good brain. Good makeup. Really yeah, good makeup. visual effects were the, great. The trailer spoils all the zombies, by yeah. the way, just so you guys know. There's only three. <laughs> there is, there's the one who was one of their soldiers. There's the one who runs around with crazy arms. Sloth. And then there's Abato. Abato, yeah. Well, and then at the very end, when he pulls out all the like morgue coolers full of super soldiers, and they all look perfect. Well, and it's a bunch of Ryan Reynolds Deadpool's, yeah, but yeah. from X Men Origins Wolverine <laughs> version of Deadpool. Of but they don't do anything. Yeah. They don't. Keep in mind, they just walk towards the camera. Nobody does anything. Yeah. They walked and then they explode. So, <laughs> so for me, like again, because I, I was like looking forward to the COD zombies aspect of this. I was like, mm. oh yeah, I can't wait till they fucking blast. Like it was at one point she uses the flamethrower. Uh, on sloth, on sloth, sloth man, yeah. and I was like, oh, that was neat. But then it was it was one singular shot of her like this, 
Literally, her facial expression was this. Nah, they have it in the trailer. She was way more intense. I loved her. I loved her. Uh, I don't. I think they should, they could have cut her from the movie <gasps> and given every one of her plot points to the kid, oh. and then cut half of them. I don't know. I so she, she was great. Never turns into con good, but never, never turns into con zombies. Just like Doom never turned into Doom. Uh, so whenever you saw Doom is not Doom's a worse movie than this, but uh, but Doom was like, I can't wait till they shoot the demons, and at the very end, you get two minutes of first person, and that's it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and that's what this felt like to me. I, I think my favorite part was at the end when, you know, he meets up with the captain and he's like, they agreed to blow up the basement because they don't want anybody, neither the, the allies or the Nazis, to find this serum. Mm. So then the captain's like, now, son, you blew up the basement. There ain't nothing down there that we should be digging up, right? And he's like, no, sir. And he's like, now, you're sure there's not some secret super weapon down there that you don't want us to get? No, sir. Okay, I All believe right. you. Bye bye. <laughs> Wait, way to go, soldier. <laughs> he literally salutes him. He's like, good, yeah. good, good job, Private. That's like, why I thought it was going to be fast forward to post World War II. Yeah, yeah. The U.S. Army has a containment zone, oh. and they're digging it up, and they're like, "How's Operation Cloverfield going?" Oh. <laughs> and they go, everybody claps, and, then, and they go, "Really, really, really good." <laughs> and then the movie ends. You and, and J.J. Abrams should talk. He wouldn't. He has nothing for me. There's my <laughs> son. I, it's everything. I have everything I need. I'm fine. I don't know. I what was going on in those sacks? Nothing. We don't know. It's You'll never find out, and it doesn't matter. It's just That's creepy know. set design. Yeah, that was my. That was again one of my problems. Is it was like uh, the movie sets up a lot of re- really interesting things that I was like, oh, cool. Like the, maybe they'll show us, or at least give us a one line to throw away of why something is the way it is. But then they don't. Oh, that yeah. was. Oh, you see the passion? Should we like this? <laughs> yeah, that's great. She's a good actress. Mm. Yeah. I. She's fine. I think I think it was. I think there's actually some genuine fun moments in the movie. I like the motorcycle part with the guy with the grenade in his mouth. Oh, oh yeah, that was, that was cool. Giggled. I forgot about I, that. I, that was I, I was like, I guess I was like, I'm kind of. I'm like, what are they gonna do here? And I was like, that was clever. You know what? Maybe it's been done somewhere before, but it I've has. Ne- I've never yeah. with the the pin to the oh, tape. Oh no, the pin to the tape. No, but that's the, what I thought that was, was cool. Very clever. With the tied to and the, I, I and love the, the part pulled. that they kept trying to pull the tape off his mouth. They kept pulling away. Like, no, no, no. I'm like, why? <laughs> I was like, why is he doing that? And I was like, ah. Ha, ha. Uh, I, I agree with Adam. Unfortunately, it played out way too slow. I knew immediately what was going on, oh, and I was course. like, and I, I thought the pin on the on the tape was a fun little thing, but it took. Five minutes for that to happen, no. and I was like, yeah. "Wow!" No. They had some. Wow! Please get to it. They had some seconds. pretty cool shootouts, though. Like when all the Nazis are coming through the tunnel, and those guys are like up there. Oh, they're all crack stuff. shots, by the way. Oh, oh dude, it's, it's video game logic. <laughs> it really it's was. Yeah, these are the best shooters no, in the world. The passion. Look at that. Where's Great that? actress. Uh, it, yeah, the shootouts were fucking fun too, and the the sound design. Oh, look at that. She's she's fantastic. Her, her mouth's turned sideways. They're like, somehow. we only have five minutes with this flamethrower, so don't fuck it up. <laughs> it's a low budget, you idiot. She's like, my eyebrows are burning. One, Stop it. One take. Oh, shoot. One well, she take. immediately threw it down after using it too. Yeah, which, which I didn't agree with. Smart. So the I guess the zombie uh, cures fire. I guess I don't I know. I think fire was the that's, way to kill that's them. That's their kryptonite. It I is. Don't know. Yeah. Well, they did that. Actually, the Nazis did that to the. Throwaway zombies at the beginning of the film. Uh, yeah, Remember, they threw them all in a pit and then burned them. Um, kind of. They did. That's what they. I mean, they threw. Oh, them oh, yeah, yeah. That was just dead bodies. Just the old bodies. No, they're they're yeah. burning the old bodies from the lab. It's a classic zombie or er, Nazi move. It's. Uh, I would say if you got a, you know, free two hours, enjoy it. Whatever, but. Or if this comes to Netflix, I don't know yeah. if Cloverfield yeah. or Bad Robot has an agreement with Netflix. I would. Yeah. It's a, it's a good Netflix. It is a, it is it's a, a good a, Netflix. It's a fine movie. Netflix movie yeah. because that bar's quite low. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> You're right. I, I think it's a good airplane film yeah. or a, yeah, airplane movie. I don't know that. 
I can tell people to go see this in theaters because mm. it's so boring. And just the, for that the, opening the, sequence would be the only thing that is the, really needed. Well, on I the thought big the screen. end sequence and was cool. When when he's running out of the shot. base and things are exploding. Those, those are those are cool sequences. I'll say it. Go see it. I enjoy I'll, it. I'll say go see it too. Only um, if Slash invites you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the invite, Slash. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> um, something, something I realized at the very end was they didn't use swastikas at all for the Nazis, and I actually really appreciated that. It, it, it proves that it's unnecessary. I thought it was cool. So when people whine about like historical accuracy, it's it's not needed in a kind of a grindhousey action movie. Yeah, it you're was right. unnecessary. So yeah. another thing that they did that I noticed in that kind of same vein. Never mentioned race. It was never like, oh, this is a black guy who's getting a bunch of shit from like his white compatriots because it's the 40s. They didn't do that. And I was like, good. Like, I didn't, yeah. Like, that he didn't need everyone else in the crew to knock on him because he was a black dude. Yeah. And their sergeant, in fact, was the was you, shocker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bokeem Woodbine, that dude is wonderful. Yeah. I don't know guys, if you've seen you Fargo. expecting that? Just, I guess, because they're Nazis. Blade, that Blade's they're right. Uh, they, they're usually like some, a couple throwaway lines about that stuff in uh, these movies. Although uh, there were throwaway lines about. What the Nazis would do to Jews? Uh, oh, really? Right. Oh, the very of, beginning. Yeah, yeah. You're like, well, imagine what they're doing. They find a guy Rosenfeld or whatever it was, and I was uh, like, yeah. I didn't even catch that. I, I was like, slash. Snapping <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. I did, I did dreaming. I did pass out a little bit at one part, but I, it was just because the end of the day, I was kind of tired. Uh, but then, the, but like I said, the ant showed up, woke me up. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm back in. Let's do it, <laughs> baby. Yeah. You you kind of just said it, but like midway through, I was thinking, this is what Grindhouse was supposed to yeah. be. It could have been an hour-long section of Grindhouse yeah. if they ever did that again, and I think it'd be wonderful. That I think that w- what made this movie not good or great was that like after the after they get to the town, they just dick around for 30 or 40 minutes and then finally do the assault. And if it had just l- had to lose some of its runtime, drop it. the war, get right to the horror stuff, because yeah. that's kind of what's original or mm. at least clever about this film. Well, I, f- I feel like audiences at this point know a World War II film very, very well, especially yeah. especially this audience. So when you're going in, it's like, I don't need you to establish that they all have guns and that they're flying in a bomber and they're landing around D-Day and all this other shit. I get it. Like, I understand what, this, what World War II is. Totally fine. So mm. if, getting straight to the horror, I think you're right. I think you're right, Dan. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah. Fun movie. Not bad. Um, Not bad. You, I think uh, Bruce disliked it the most of anybody. I did. I did. I'm probably, probably more in the five to five to six out of ten range for yeah. me. It's fair. So mm-hmm. yeah. totally fair. It's not. It's not a garbage film. It's no. better than The Predator and Venom. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Absolutely. So yeah. Yes. And yes. it will do. Will not do as well. Not there's no way because it, it doesn't have a built-in audience. Yeah. It, there's also yes. like there's not much of a cast. Like I think they were all fine, but there were no like. Stars that's in true. this movie. I think that's why Bruce is probably right that it was like a twenty million dollar movie, ten somewhere between ten and twenty million dollars. I thought the lead was really fucking good. I'd yeah, like to see him in name? more stuff. He's he's good in stuff. Uh, he was in Jovan Adepo. Yeah, he was in Leftovers, and I loved him in Leftovers. Yeah, because yeah, so. like his character kind of started out like naive and sweet, and mm-hmm. then kind of became raging and hard when he needed to be. His uh, turn when he became raging and hard was strange. It was a little rough, and I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, that's this is yet another trope that they were like he wouldn't hurt a mouse, and then it's like, oh, okay, well, I know what he's going to do at the end of the film. He just like he well, he fucking oh. brained a guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the there. one that transformed in the attic. Yeah, and he oh. did it really loud in the attic. They also did the thing where they try to make it an emotional <laughs> moment where he's like, Kurt Russell's son is like, you gotta get get out of here. No, I want to live here, and then it's like, maybe thirty five <laughs> seconds later, it's like, dun dun dun. 
Dun, 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 dun. And he's like, all right, soldiers, we're in scene coming out. Let's get It's like, everyone's dead. Shouldn't you be sad? Yeah. I, you forgot about that? Because, uh, whatever, who cares? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a, it's a yeah, you're right. Grindhousey movie. It's silly. Man. I think they could have just doubled down on that. Did yep. his, is that a flip shot? Yes. There's okay. constant flip shots, it, and it's also fun watching these trailers over and over because you notice the parts where they don't have CGI in. Yeah. Because hmm. I guess his face was CGI, which is, I thought it was good makeup. Maybe it's a mix of the both, but... Pretty damn good. Yeah, it was cool. It was good. Yeah. All right. Nazis are creepy. He's a pirate. Yar. In uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones. Uh, we had a Bato, yes. That's right. In Bato. <laughs> so go see Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> <laughs> and the Q&A's canceled, everybody. Yeah, oh, yeah. Q&A's. Meet and greets canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Go to your local red box. And s- Slash is tired. Stole the posters. Slash, Slash is always tired. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, thanks for coming around this week. Uh, thanks again to Lisa for sponsoring the episode. And uh, I guess we will see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Overlord out.